1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We have talked a lot about the recruitment of Odell Beckham. And Jerry this morning was like, eh, who cares? No big deal. What happened on the plane is... Do Cowboys fans want the wide receiver here? Because I have a couple of people who listen to the show have messaged me repeatedly as like, this is a bad idea. It, hold on. Which I don't think that. Do you have a
3: problem with the thing that happened on the plane? It's a little concerning. I don't
2: believe the attorney's story of, oh, what's the big deal? He fell asleep, no problem. And I'm like, yeah, like if cops show up and like ask you to do something, you're like, I'm not going anywhere. That. I don't always know if that's the best idea. I know in certain circumstances there could be more to it, but this did not feel like one of those deals. Also, he wasn't
3: he didn't fight anybody. Like it didn't become that. It was like, hey, put your seatbelt on. And he was like, No. And then he had to be removed. Okay, I will put it on police. Can we please go? Can we just go? Can we just go? And they're like, Nope. Now is our chance to show we don't show favoritism to anybody. Especially you, if you're not going to play for the Dolphins.
2: So you think it was still the airline lobby, there, the the
3: the flight attendant. Group. I've been on airplanes, Kevin. I know That's, about those people. Okay, on the airplanes. All right. So the question is, do we want him? I mean, if we get him from the eight
2: one seven, fasten your seatbelt.
3: Yeah, it's going to be a bumpy ride. I I understand the idea that. Signing a player with you know significant money, I think it's going to be significant. I don't think it's going to be something that you're just like, oh, that was nothing. It was super team friendly. I think you're going to go, oh, man, that was that hurt just a little bit, but not too much. Um, I think that idea, because you're always then measuring, does he live up to the contract? Sure. And I think that that's part of the price you're going to have to pay to get a player and add a player like this. And that's just part of what goes into it. Now, I'm looking at this text that says hey, he's a better third receiver than Noah Brown. Possible. Like that's like from Feels his fair. history, it would yeah. say that he is a better third, a better number one than maybe even CD. But right now, he's probably a good two B. Yeah. All right. And Michael Gallup has shown me in the last couple of weeks that he's. Shaking off a little bit of that injury, although I was very scared recently when he was laying there on the ground. Yeah. But he's shown me he's willing to be tough and go get the football, and there are some other things that I'm liking about what I'm seeing from Gallup. So, yeah, I want my offense to have as many options as possible. They're really good with their tight ends, so I don't think that I'm going to need Odell Beckham Jr. to go save me all the time. But I've presented, I now line up and present lots of mismatches that people don't have. If you're telling me, that this guy is going to come into this locker room and wreck shop on it, I think you're wrong. Okay, and I think you don't have a clue what this locker room really is right now. And this locker room is well defined in my mind by itself. And this goes back to the Green Bay game when Micah Parsons and Jaron Curse stood up in front of everybody and said, "This isn't good enough." Yeah. And then the next week during practice, Micah and on the other side, Dak said this is what our standards going to be and what our accountability is. I don't think Odell Beckham Jr is going to walk in and say my wide receiver room fellas, you know what, Dak, I got this offense now. You know what? Nobody's throwing me the ball enough. I I was here all training camp and I this I never saw this coming. No, dude, he's got to come fit into this thing. And so that's where I don't I don't have I don't think there's going to be any locker room problems with him.
2: My concern when I see a text like this is I don't think this is how it's going to play out, but I would love this from the 302 Beckham on a team friendly deal only on a team friendly deal. It's an awesome depth piece, not a need just based on what his agent said, although I guess his agent probably isn't as likely to come out and go oh, yeah, we're desperate to sign wherever and we'll take any amount of money. But the number he threw out at $20 million I think, is patently absurd. But I do wonder if that is the kind of money they're looking for per year on a multi-year deal. And I know that the Cowboys are not apt to sometimes spend some of their money. From the 817, I don't want Odell here because I feel like he's going to hamper CD being a number one and get in the way of Michael Gallup gaining confidence. He didn't really
0: get in the way of Cooper cup.
2: Yeah. In Los Angeles. And he was spectacular in the playoffs. Like I said, I thought he was going to be the MVP of the super bowl. I know it was early, but before he got hurt against Cincinnati, he allows think about this for a second. Just dream
3: with me for a minute, guys. Okay. Why did Cooper cup get lined up on linebackers so often? Because you had Odell Beckham on the outside, and you had Robert Woods or whoever else on the other side, too. And, I mean, Van Jefferson became a deep threat, you know, late in the season. So, now, if you want to move CeeDee Lamb around, a cornerback's not going to be chasing him, because that cornerback in their defense is probably going to be lined up on one of our other wide receivers, and CeeDee Lamb's going to eat some people up. Now, the dream is you can do that with all three of the receivers, but CeeDee sure. Lamb's probably the most the, the one that you're going to try and target and get those set up for the most, and that's going to be beneficial because now CeeDee doesn't have to be on the outside. Beckham can be that guy. I swear
2: it's one game that makes me want to go sign him. It's the NFC Championship game last year. Like, he was a force against San Francisco, and I mean, look, that is, I still think, I think a lot of us still think, the I, scariest playoff, though.
0: I am looking at, because a lot of people are saying, it's not so much for this year, it's for next year.
2: Then I'm not interested. And I agree. I,
0: I am looking at free agents to be, and it's not a good list if you're going to be shopping hard in the wide receiver free agent yeah. market. That being said, when have the Cowboys ever shopped in the free agent market when somebody cost over, let's just say, $10 million? So I look at it and I go, I just don't see how the Cowboys are going to pull this off. They don't spend in free agency. And if Odell Beckham Jr., who, let's be real here, he's at the age where a career starts coming to a close as a wide receiver. Look at Julio Jones. Look at A.J. Green. Look at the guys that came just before him where their careers are at. And I just don't see the Cowboys spinning a lot. It doesn't mean they don't want Odell Beckham Jr., but they're not going to want him at a price that he wants, to your point, Kevin, because... The Cowboys just don't do that type of thing.
2: I, I'm not interested in him for the future because if that is the metric we're working off of... You're going to have him for the future, though. I know, and which is fine, but yeah. I'm buying him for now. Yeah. And because, like, if you're looking at the big picture, all right, he hasn't had 50 catches in three years. And if you're looking at going into next year, it'll be four years. In the last six years, he's had more than 50 catches twice.
0: If, if this website is right, Spotrack... Juju Smith Schuster is maybe the best wide receiver on the free agent market.
2: Oh crap. Yeah, so
3: I don't like Juju. I mean he has the most
0: yards so far. Cool. Uh your other guys are Jacoby Myers, Alan Lazard, Matt Collins, and Darius Slayton. Those are your top five receiving yards that are gonna be free agents.
2: And so and like I I mean, and maybe Beckham helps you out in the future and, like, rock on. That would be great. I Don't we all – I'll just speak for me. I feel like you make this move because you think you can win the Super Bowl now. Yes. And that is the only reason they are making this move. Now, the rest of it, fall as it may, hopefully he stays healthy, like, rock on with all of that. But you, you want to get him now because you think he can play in the next month and make an impact in the playoffs.
3: And yes, this is acid raindrops by people under the stairs. Just wanted to throw that out there for you. Uh if you're if you're hearing this beat underneath us what we're discussing. But yeah, the the only reason and Kevin, I want to also add this how much of a long play would it be for Stephen Jones at the end of the year to go? We just added this receiver, but we've been talking about this pretty much since the entire offseason. When we moved on from Amari Cooper, we knew this was going to happen oh, all along. Yeah. And we, and look at what we do. How, how do you, how many teams typically add a receiver like that this late in the season? Now, I guess my biggest thing, there are two things. A the how, you, how quickly you implement him in the offense. I think he can run a bunch of routes. I don't think he has a problem with that. How does he connect with Dak Prescott quickly? They got to get that yeah. moving fast. And I I don't know if you guys agree with me. I mean, did Amari Cooper and him it, it hit it off immediately or did it take him a minute? I, so I felt like that impact could be felt pretty quickly. And I agree. I want that this for this run because you just added, you have a top three defense. You just added a potent wide receiver to an already good group. It should be better for you in the future or even maybe for just this season. I don't know. How healthy can he stay? The injuries are definitely a concern for a lot of people that are texting in, and that's that's where you just really have to trust the medicals. You have to trust Britt Brown. You have to trust that group with what they do. Uh, and, you know, Cowboys have been known to take some risks there and it work out and also not work out.
2: Sure. Now, I, I, we did promise some of the... Uh Read them all.
3: Some oh my gosh. Read every one there of them. And text back to everybody too.
2: So many. From the six eight two, uh no. From the eight one seven, absolutely want Odell Beckham. From the four six nine, yes, I want Odell Beckham as well. From the nine seven two, and I think that this is the way a lot of people feel as well, is they're like, I I just want a decision to be made is I'm fine with it either way. Just be done with it. And that is totally what I get. But I realized, like, we hadn't really gone to the people about do you want this or not. Like, we talked a lot about it, and my God, don't you wish that meeting was yesterday and not next Monday because it feels like we still have, like, a week to go, and that's problematic. But it looks like it's about, there are a lot of texts. It's about 55 to 60% go for it and that's that's
3: and uh, the, the most reasons to not go for it the pros cons list says injury and diva and those are the things that we're not that concerned about is that like the, that's where i kind of stand on that is the, the injury i am concerned about for the future because i don't know how that works but i'm not i am not i have no problem with the diva part of
2: it and I don't really have a part a problem with the injury part because when people bring that up and I 100% get get why that's the future right like for once we're here let's just sell out and let's go for it like the cowboys have been mediocre to good for years and years and years and years you see a chance. You think this could be great. Jerry said it. Steven said that. I believe that. I know a lot of other people do as well. Just sell out, man. Like, spend your money. And I don't mean sell out like getting Odell Beckham as a sellout. I mean, like, use all of your assets. He's available. He could upgrade your team. The hell with carrying over salary cap space. Go for it.
3: From the 817, I, this kind of goes what you just said. I want him if we don't have to hear Steven talk about not being able to sign our own because of his contract. Yeah. I think they have a plan in place there. Yeah. I I, I don't know, man. I don't... When it comes to Catboy, I'm, I'm not the expert there. There are some other people that understand Man. Catboy
2: far more than I do. I'm going to say rest in peace to his mentions on whatever his actual Twitter account is if Kevin Gray <laughs> goes at Because if they don't sign him, Kevin Gray <laughs> is going to take over the get right and bury him. Man, I like, I'm telling you, he already gets mad at Steven. If that doesn't happen... Then that's why you told her right there.
0: We're forty-five minutes away from U.S.'s fate. Will Iran take over the U.S.? I think it's just insane Hey, play. will we soccer? take over Iran? Yeah,
3: rephrase that just a little bit. Will the U.S. take over Iran? No, no the other no. Just mention that there's soccer involved here, and so,
0: the soccer game determines the fate of both countries. No, I don't know. And, who and that's also,
2: yeah, <laughs> not that about who moves on to the knockout round. Oh, but also the the narrative that TO was not good here cuz that's the that's the equation you get right when you say diva wide receiver people automatically say TO it is false to He's think really that he was not in- effective here now did he have things to say that's my quarterback and like also had
3: the accusations about the Whitten suicide and, attempts yeah. or whatever. There were some weird things.
2: And then Witten and Romo going to their room and drawing up plays and what everything like that. What about his numbers? Yeah. What about his, his productivity? Numbers. He was here for three years, had at least 1,000 yards and at least 10 touchdowns every single year. 10? Every Every year. All right, so... he's a monster while he was here. Today. Yeah, and Corey's got a good point. If all it takes is Odell Beckham to come in here and your culture crumbles, yes, have problems. What? Yeah, your culture wasn't very good to begin with. And maybe that's why people say that, because they're like, hey, Corey, I don't think the culture is good to begin with. You know what? You might be right. I don't know. I hope it's different now. This
3: was always a saying of who in that locker room is going to stand up to T.O. And a lot of guys couldn't they've gravitated towards i it. think micah would I there's think nobody would. in this lot nobody can walk into this locker room and micah not stand up and say hold on just yeah. a second i wonder and, about and demarcus lawrence too yeah no I, he's got i think he has a lot of cachet in there uh but i think it's micah's team man like that, he's he's earned it that being said does it get done yeah absolutely i, I think- been I mean, i've been saying this for however whenever it started yeah i've been saying this
2: is going to be done I think it will get done as well. And then, yes, I see people from the 806. And there are a couple of others. Good thing is, Beckham has a huge catch radius. He does. I see what they're saying. What are you though. trying to say? No, they're trying are they to take trying a to? shot at Dak. You know No, that's what they're doing. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 1053 The Fan. Coming up next should be a fun combination segment. Nobody cares about your fantasy football team, but today we do. Plus, soccer talk and stars. And Mike likes it. Holy cow, it's going to be a bonanza. We'll do it next right here on The Fan.
1: You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: Fake it to Henry. And now throw it to Henry. Henry getting to the outside. Look out! Derrick Henry!
2: The king is on his way! Loses the football and scooped up in the end zone. Touchdown, Tennessee.
0: Just like they drew it up,
2: Traylon Burks. Fancy Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan as we enter the lunch rush as part of the expressway. It might have felt hilarious in that moment to the announcer, and I totally get why, but how many people's fantasy football teams were screwed over by that move, because nobody cares about your fantasy football team, but today we do. Oh my gosh, yes. Plus, we're going to talk about soccer. Is so the play football, football I will never call it that. Is you just did, you just did. nope. Is the play goes down as a 69 yard nice. catch and run for Derrick Henry, 7.5 points in half point PPR scoring leagues and a six-point touchdown for Burks on the fumble. So I want to know, how many many people had games that shifted because of that? Maybe it's Burks got the credit. Maybe that sunk you, or maybe it was just not getting those points for Derrick Henry or any of the other bad beats. Because I will tell you this. It's tough to beat this one along with that. Did you know that numerous people... That at 130 to one, that every team in the noon games would score a passing touchdown. 130 to one. That every team would
3: score a passing touchdown in the noon games, which the noon games all, I don't know if you kind of, did you feel they were kind of boring? A little bit. Most of, the, most of the day, I was kind of like, nah. That's interesting. Like, why did, why did that happen? That's a weird anomaly. They have odd
2: prop bets like that all the time. And the only one that didn't hit was Titans Bengals because that was not a passing touchdown. Wow. 130 to 1.
3: I lost uh, another week, Kevin, because of that play.
2: Did you really?
3: Yeah. I lost to, uh, let's see, who did I lose to this week? In our in Henry Given Day, so Alec, I lost to Alec, which I'm fine with that. Okay, <laughs> that's I'm, a good name. I'm, I'm I'm okay with that because uh, Alec's a good kid. Joey, on the other hand, we have thoughts. Um, yeah, uh, fair enough. Yes, <laughs> thoughts, too. But yes, yeah, so that did affect
2: me, Kevin. No, that's a, that's a crazy thing to bet on. How
3: many bets came in, did you say? I, I billion? just know there
2: no, I don't believe that. I know there's a handful of them, and there were, uh, multiple of them were at least $10, and so now you're talking about, that's $1,300. That, I want to do one
3: week of Mike betting with Bassick, where we just do weird
2: Prop bets like that. Oh, yeah. Like, just something random that we're like, let's just see. Like, remember the one I told you about the Dolphins? The Dolphins' point scored over-under was 30 and a half. They scored 30 in the first (laughs) half, and then no more points. No more points. From the 972, the only thing that screwed me over was Josh Jacobs. From the 479, my fantasy team lost to Josh Jacobs' walk-off touchdown. Then from the 541, Josh Jacobs straight-up won my fantasy football game for me. So, thus far... Josh Jacobs hurt more of the Tolos than helped because there's this from the 2-1-4. Josh Jacobs was questionable before the game, so I benched him. Oh. And clear, he had more than 300 yards from scrimmage. And then from the three eight one seven, I lost by 0.72 points. Oh, no. And my opponent had Burks. So if not for that fumble... By Derrick Henry, they would have won. Or if anybody Can imagine else... imagine that
3: person had Derrick Henry, got the, lost the two points for the fumble, and Burks gets it, and oh, that man. happens.
2: Or if anybody else would have recovered it. <laughs> it's not even the... It's it, just anybody else would have recovered it, then that person would have won.
3: So, Sean's tiny hands had <laughs> Josh Jacobs.
2: That's Larry Flores. I gra- don't know why I thought that was Sean's team for a second. I was like, well, that, <laughs> that was just... John I Mavis don't know. That doesn't Sean's make any sense. tiny hands. That doesn't make any sense. You're the right.
3: The Grand Pianists uh, mm-hmm. is Eric Chiafalo. Chiafalo did defeat Sean's tiny hands, even though Josh Jacobs had 48 points scored. So I just wanted to point wow. out there, there is... And I still think that there is some... Uh, with Carter, there's still some colluding going on as he's the commissioner and he's still destroying everybody. So
2: it, so it couldn't be just because he's better. Nope. It has to be con- collusion. If he,
3: if he was any other person than the commissioner, mm-hmm. then yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But because he's the commissioner, you have to deal with he's cheating. So You have
2: to deal with collusion. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Hey, people get in trouble for collusion, so be careful. From the Carter.
3: 817, ATN killed me. How is ATN doing this year for, for all the PPs?
0: Yeah, he had been fantastic. He didn't have a good game last week because, you know, T Law
2: went to town.
0: <laughs> I, but before that, he was having a He great was
2: averaging year. six yards a carry. Yeah. Yeah. Things Just wait been till next good. year. What's going to happen next year? He thinks the Jack. You're T- picking the Jags to win that division next year almost guaranteed, aren't you? Yes. Okay.
0: Unless, like, T Law gets hurt, which I do worry about that Cowboys game. How do you.
3: How do you feel about Christian Kirk this year? Christian Kirk's been good this year. Like
2: this this is he he destroyed paid him still, but. He,
3: and but he's there. He's, solid. he's got 725 yards and 56 uh 56 receptions and seven touchdowns.
0: And next year, who are you going to cover? Kirk or Ridley?
3: Oh yeah, forgot I'll him.
0: tell you what, just don't give uh Calvin Ridley odds on that.
2: <laughs> yeah, so take so yeah, Christian Kirk would be on pace for 87 catches, 1100 yards, and 11 touchdowns. That's a very good season. Again, they still overpaid him, but a very good season, right from there. The four six nine
3: Pollard let me down this week, Kevin. He didn't Ooh. have quite the big impact that he didn't, you know, have three
2: touchdowns again. And that's that kind of screwed everybody over. From the four six nine, I lost to Miles Sanders. I was 11 and 0. Oh, that Miles stings, stings. Mike.
3: That's because Miles Sanders is finally getting the respect that he does. He thinks he deserves from the 806. I lost my game by 0.43. Ooh, I have Brett Maher. And he oh, lost a point for his missed field no. goal. The one that they didn't even really care. They just went out there. And they're like, you might as well go for it. You know, let's just kick the field goal. Let's see what happens. And he misses it. Yikes. Like 80 yards out.
2: Yeah, that—that like that. that is a tough one. By the way, remember, we mocked when Miles Sanders at the beginning of the season got mad that his over-under touchdown, I think, was five and a half or six. And we are like, dude, last year he scored zero touchdowns. He has eight this year. So he hit the over, and he was like, give me some respect. This is either good news or bad news for
3: Packers fans, Kevin. Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee Show. That's his buddy. Says, I got good news with the scans yesterday, so I
2: plan on playing this week. Okay. There you go. He did say yesterday he was going to play, so, I mean... Good for him. We'll see how that goes. Do you think I mean, he's go? my starting
3: quarterback in fantasy, oh, so, so I kind of, I don't know. Him I don't to... know. He's been bad. I've been. Did him.
2: you bench him against the Cowboys?
3: Uh, No. Why would I do so that? So you were rooting against the Cowboys? No, I wasn't. I was rooting for him to score lots of points and the Cowboys to what? win. What? Why wouldn't I? I want my team to do well and my team to do well. All right. We are less than 30 minutes away.
2: So let's hit the Soccer. Palickic on the run. Polisic has way. Yeah. Polisic rolls it in. Tim That
0: must have been the tie. What happened? They tied. He just screamed. <laughs> he screamed because there was a shot on goal. I assume that was the goal against in.
2: way against Wales. Against way. Again, well, I was gonna say waya against Wales. Oh well, that happened during our show. A hundred,
0: and well, there's extra time. 200 minutes the U.S. has played. And how many goals have they scored, Corey? One. In your face.
2: How many have they given up?
3: None. Exactly. One. They gave up one. They
0: gave up one. Yeah. <laughs> and Follow then, the saga. No, no. It felt
2: like none. No. During our show, how many have they given up? Oh. Zero. Yeah. So you're G-Bag, saying bet on the first zero? half of the yes. Iran Here are the facts. <laughs> oh, Here no. are the facts. Oh, no. During G-Bag, the United States has scored no goals and given up one. During KC, the United States has scored one goal and give it up none. So what you're saying is they should have scheduled this match for 10.
3: Or even 12 would have worked. Any time that would have put them entirely in our our time slot. Yes. That's whenever Team USA is at its best. Yes.
2: And it, man, it'll hold firm if we end up choking a lead again. And- you know what they
3: say about this show? <laughs> what do they the say? The K and C masterpiece. What do they say? The Americanist show.
2: <laughs> is that a. The okay. Mo- yeah,
3: it's the it's the show that the,
2: that is a what? lot of
3: what American sports is all about. Mm-hmm. The Americanist sport.
2: No, show. you need to stop what you're <laughs> doing. Sounds about right. All right. No, no, Joey. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. No. I, appreciate that. I, mean, I was going to get to some stars. That but now, not because tag of that not the tagline? No, Is
3: that not the tagline you want to carry around from now on? Our banner is the Americanist show.
2: Yes, I don't hate that. All right. Here are the betting odds for today, and then we have a moral soccer compass. Iran, plus 270 to win straight up. tie plus 230, which would not work for the United States. And the United States is even to win the game. So, And the United States has to win to advance to the knockout stage. I think they can. Christian Pulisic is the favorite to score a goal if, <laughs> if the United States scores a goal. Let's hope they do, but clearly that has been a struggle. I'm going
0: for west of Little Elm.
2: Weston McKinney. Weston
3: McKinney,
0: from Little Elm. He, is, yeah, he from
3: is from Little Elm. West of Little Elm. Yeah, that, the west part of Little Elm. That is true.
2: Now, that's who I would bet on. The that's not bad. Does he's, he kick goals? I mean, he's more like he's not necessarily up front as much as he's usually like a facilitator for some of that stuff. But he can score. Was Ferreira? What's his? What I don't have odds. At? He's not in the top he has a five. Weird voice. Mm. <laughs> he's not in the top five. So somebody said this. Here's our soccer moral compass because i don't think we're going to abide by this they said hey i love y'all's show can you not talk about soccer or give any updates while the game's on because i'm DVRing. this is
3: very important for this person do we do this or no do we just ask them politely today's not the day to listen because we we have to cheer if something happens otherwise we won't continue to be the americanist show
0: we can't do the show for just that person
3: yeah, so yeah, because there, are, other there people. are people
0: that would just like to know updates. And we're really not going to give, like, the best of updates. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to give an update, like, because oh! we're still trying
2: to do the show. Like, we can't like, just go in the C block, just go, all right, they're continuing to move it up the midfield. Oh, here comes a counterattack. And, like, you know, that's right. Mike should do play by play. Yeah, that, that sounds way Problem too solved. interesting. So they pass the the
0: ball in the middle, and then they kind of, nope, they've passed it back, and they're passing it back and forth, and they're kind of going for, oh, they turned over the ball, and now Iran has now slowly moved the ball back to midfield, and they've passed it down a little bit, they look like they might, no, they've passed it back two times, they're back into the middle of the field. Yeah,
3: I don't want to do that. Although, I do want Mike to have a list of uh, lingo, of soccer lingo that yeah. he has to throw in there and see if he gets it right. Uh, you know, if he if he Goalkeeper.
2: Yeah. yeah. The goalie. Yeah. And somebody said, give a warning before you update. I hear you, but that's going to be tough if they score a goal. I can't be like... Ah, oh, God! <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> hold on just one second! Nothing happened! yeah! Here's your warning that nothing happened. Now, <laughs> the concern I know some people have is... There was a report yesterday that families of the Iranian... There we go. Soccer team had been threatened with imprisonment and torture if the players fail to, quote, unquote, behave in the lead-up to the game. And then there are other reports that there could be torture? torture and murder if they lose this match to the United States, which if I am one of those soccer players... I am talking with the Qatari government or the United States about getting my family the hell out of there if they can help at all and defecting to the United States or whatever other country where losing a soccer match doesn't get your family tortured. What is considered behaving? Like only winning? I think they said leading up to the match. So I think the players have abided, at least I hope they have abided by that because I don't want to see anybody get tortured or murdered or anything like that. And so I believe that has been the case. And then obviously there's like weird geopolitical stuff with these two countries, which makes it fascinating that they're asking the players and and, and different coaches about that. Because I'm like, all right, great. What, what is that guy going to say? Yeah.
3: Kevin, I have a question. This is non-soccer related. What do you think this means? Take advantage of every opportunity
2: you get, dot, dot. Please tell me that's not from Odell Beckham. From Christian Wood. Oh. He's like, look, I don't play a lot, but when I do get to play in important moments, I'm going to make it count. Does that mean he's going to start tonight?
3: Or does it mean he's going to play in the last five minutes? See, and he knows this is his only shot. He's
2: like, look, Jason Kidd is judging this. One at a time. And so this is... What do you think he
3: means, Mike, when he says, take advantage of every opportunity you get on Twitter
2: two minutes ago? Oh, yeah, real quick. Multiple people are saying the players need to sing along during the national anthem. And that was a big to-do is that they didn't sing along. Our players? Their players? Yeah, their players didn't sing Uh, along during the last national anthem. Thanks for the heads up, y'all. Back to you, Mike. Basketball.
0: Okay. Um... First, what What does it matter if they sing or not sing?
2: Uh, those said we're we'll torture your family. That's just, why it matters. Can I just sing it to my soul?
0: Iran? Yes. Yep. Oh, has to sing along or their family gets tortured. Yes. All right. But You'd United States, them, it's right? not the same. I don't. Yes, believe- I would sing. Along. It would be pretty if, shocking. If President Biden said, "If you <laughs> do not be? sing the national anthem before your show, we are going to go torture your family." That would be a pretty big motivating factor in singing the national anthem. What a
2: shocking turn of events that would be for all. <laughs> Of the news coverage is, I'm sure CNN would still be like, hey, gas prices are going down though, so don't worry about that. Back
0: to um, basketball. I, politics. I will be shocked if Christian Wood starts. Okay. I just don't think Jason Kidd wants to do it. And I don't think he wants to, definitely when the media and the fan base is screaming for it, I don't think Jason Kidd wants to give in to that. I hope he does start. Really, to your point, I hope he plays the last five minutes. It's. But I don't know if either one's going to happen. He just doesn't trust them. Now, the weird thing is, who cares about the starting spot? Except Christian Wood does so much better as a player on the Mavericks when Luka's on the court. Yeah, And it seems like Jason Kidd goes, no, I want you playing your best when Luka's off the court because we're so limited offensively. I need you on the court when Luka's not out there.
2: Which but- is weird because, like, I know they did that some with Brunson, but it's not like those two... Didn't get plenty of minutes together. Yeah. Like, if we're just subbing out, that was your second best player. Now this is your second best player. Like, that's a weird philosophy yeah. to me. But now I will pay closer attention to those opportunities that Christian would get. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here at 105.3 The Fan. And now we'll transition into some Mike Likes It. All
0: right. So I was thinking about this as I'm headed to New York Thursday. And we're taking a family trip. I'm really excited I love New York. I love visiting New York. I played for the Mets, if you don't know who I am, in 2002-2003 I played for the New York Mets. Uh, I didn't like living there. That's It's a very different thing, living there and visiting there. Visiting there, amazing. Living there as a Texas guy, it is jam-packed.
2: It is... Everything is everything as expensive as we are here? Yes. A yes. Yeah. Yes,
3: couple dollars more for everything.
0: It's probably to live... It matters where you live, but it's probably anywhere from three times to ten times more expensive in your housing
2: and than here. And that's what I was curious about. Because when I went there, it felt like regular prices were like two times as much. But since you now, live there. It was
0: 20 years ago, but having like a house here at the time, just to, I mean, to be, I'll be blatantly honest. I lived in Fort Worth. To. I had a house, a three bedroom, two bedroom bathroom house uh, we paid $89,000 for that house now that house is worth a lot more than 2000 when we bought it but just to give you an idea that's so house payment right is a little over $1,000 a month for a house payment when you have a $90,000 house there I was paying about $2,500 a month for a one-bedroom, one-bath, small apartment. Not in the best area. Not in a bad area either. But, I mean, just to give you an idea, so I'm guessing that's probably $4,000 a month there. And probably now, I do know how much that house is worth now. It's worth about $300,000 in Fort Worth. So, I mean, obviously we can see how much the housing market has gone up. But I'm assuming in New York, also renting a small one-bedroom, one-bath kind of apartment is probably in a decent area 4000
2: a month? I'm assuming no, but I was always curious because I know this was an issue with some of the minor league players. Does the big team ever, like, say, hey, we can help you find better housing or anything like uh, that? It's kind of, They
0: can help, but it's also kind of illegal if they help with payment. Oh, because it's like you can circumventing can only, it, the that would be Yeah, that would be... I know there's no cap in baseball, but that would be paying the player okay. extra. Huh. What I did a lot is... When you're getting called up and down, you find another guy that's getting called up and down, and you're like, hey, you want to just share a hotel room. And you get a cheap hotel. Okay. And, you know, and you're like, all right, we can share the cost of of a hotel room. Like how
3: cheap? Like with vibrating beds?
0: No, not that
3: cheap. Okay. All right. It was across the
0: highway from Shea Stadium. It had a Bobby V's in it, so okay, there's still right. one Bobby V's alive in Arlington <laughs> off of 20 there uh, in between uh, like where my parents live, and it's near, I guess, a Cracker Barrel, right? If I have the area over there, I right. feel like if
2: you just say it's near a Cracker Barrel, that's at least a decent guess. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But,
0: uh, yeah, there's a Bobby V's in that hotel. I met some people that worked on Sesame Street, and they said they definitely smoked weed while writing scripts. What? Uh, I
2: mean, how else are these giant Muppets coming to life and teaching you the alphabet also not to use drugs? Like those people are using <laughs> drugs. Yeah. But
0: I think a room at that kind of, it was like a holiday inn. I believe it was about 190 a night. So obviously, you know, splitting that, you're yeah. looking at almost $100 a night. And then obviously you're not paying any money when you go on the road. But that means you're li- literally living out of a suitcase, suitcase. all year. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, New York is expensive. But my daughter, luckily she's really smart. And it looks like St. John's. She goes to a Catholic private school right now. And St. John's is a Catholic private college. It looks like that she could maybe be getting a scholarship to St. John's. Ooh. And she has thought about going to school in New York. She loves kind of liberal arts is possibly her path on where she wants to go. So we're going to go visit St. John's on Friday, which isn't far from kind of Manhattan. It's in Queens, which is 15 minutes away, yeah. pretty much. Um, but I was thinking about St. John's as a kid, because when I think St. John's, I think Chris Mullen, I think Bill Winnington, I think some really Lou good— Saint, Lou Carneseca. Lou with the sweaters. Yes. Right? The Big East. And so— when I think of St. John's, I think of St. John's in the Big East, especially versus Georgetown and Patrick Ewing at the time, right? And yeah. and, and John Thompson. And when, when I was watching, and I think you too, Kevin, when you're watching the NFL Game of the Week or the Dallas Cowboy Game, and they yeah. go, next Saturday... St. John's versus Georgetown. Chris Mullen and Bill Winnington versus Reggie Williams and Patrick Ewing. I think if you're younger right now, if you're listening to us, and let's just say you're somewhere between the ages of 20 and 35, I don't think you realize when they would show a college basketball promotion of something like that, that was as big as the game of the week in the NFL.
2: It felt like it for sure. I mean, and they would all, be like at the Mecca.
0: Our family, it was like Saturday, as long as I wasn't playing basketball at that time. We're going over to Grandma and Grandpa's, and, and uh, Grandma's cooking up spaghetti and meatballs. And we are sitting down, and we are, as a family going to watch every second of st john's versus georgetown or we're watching every second as time progressed maybe it was larry johnson and the unlv running rebels versus arkansas and todd day and lee mayberry and the big o oliver miller like it was must watch they would promote a college basketball game and it was as big as promoting a college football game and so that just going to st john's reminded me of that and i wanted to kind of ask this question When do you think it completely and totally died? Because now I don't even know if they promote college basketball during these games. And if they do, I'm not interested at all because it doesn't even it doesn't even register in my brain that they've promoted a college basketball game.
2: Ooh,
3: that's a good question. It would. You're the one that like will text me in a couple of days and yeah. be like, yeah. So I think you're a good
0: person to ask this, even though you do, you still engage in a lot of college basketball. For me, I I've do. watched a little Kentucky because of Cason Wallace from Richardson. And I've watched a little Arkansas because of Anthony Black, who went to Duncanville for a year. And then that was kind of the issue on why they don't have a state championship last year.
2: It would have to be sometime around, I think it's sometime in the 2003 to 2008 range, because I was thinking about it is, remember 2003, Carmelo Anthony and Syracuse won the championship, and I I remember, like, Carmelo at the victory celebration and stuff, everyone was like, one more year, one more year, and he was like, I'll keep saying, one more year, college is four years, and everyone's like, (sighs) ah. And then immediately he goes, I'm going to the draft.
3: Well, he was Be- talking about for his teammates. Oh, okay. that he needed. Not for yeah, not years. him. Yeah.
2: And then I remember just in that same time frame how shocking it was that so many players from the 06 Florida team came back yeah. and they won again in 2007. And so I think it's somewhere in that is because you saw a super freshman win the national championship and then in 06 going into 07 it was shocking that everybody from that team or most everyone from that florida team came back and they did defend the title so i think somewhere in that range it changed
3: you said it earlier mike you said larry johnson and the rebels you know the running rebels, right? There had to be a they player had, with it. They had the names and the faces that yeah. stuck with it. Christian Leichner, obviously, yes. right? And, and I don't know, Shaq. Did with those LSU. guys have to be there for more than a few years before that? I, I don't know so, that it happened. It was the factor. Here's
0: what I think, Kevin. I know Kevin Durant went to UT for a year, and there was there was some hype as that season progressed yeah. that they would promote Kevin Durant, and it was like, dude, I have to watch this skinny kid play because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. pretty darn special. Yeah, yeah. But to your point. They couldn't promote him the next year. And so it was like, I didn't really know who Kevin Durant was maybe the first five to ten games of UT's year. And then as the season progressed, you're like, dude, this skinny kid is really good from Maryland area. And Mm -hmm. have you
2: noticed that's why, like, that's why the blue blood programs, whatever you want to call them, have become an even bigger deal because now it used to be Coach K is coming up
1: or Roy
2: Williams is coming up, and now it's Duke's coming up, Kansas is coming up, North Carolina, Kentucky. Like, they push the program. It's like, you don't want to miss it. It's Duke against Michigan State. And you're like, who's playing in the game? Doesn't matter. It won't come it's, up. It's the school. Right. Yeah, it's it the won't come the up.
0: They don't even promote it. And I'm wondering this, and I know they're not going to do this, but coming up here pretty soon, 2025 draft or 24? Is I think the, it's
2: 25.
0: Okay, so... It looks like the 2025 draft they're going to allow high school players
1: super draft, to yeah.
0: enter back into the draft. But I and I know they won't do this. Because I know this isn't fair either. But they do this in college baseball, and I would love for this to happen because I really do miss the days of when the Fab Five – and I know they're only together for two years, but I remember that being a big deal whenever, especially their sophomore year, ever played anybody. And Christian Leichner – or Allen Iverson and Ray Allen, Georgetown versus Connecticut coming up. And you're like, dude, I got to watch this. Like, this kid is unbelievable at Georgetown, and I've seen Ray Allen play for two years. He's a really good player, you know, and so – I'm wondering if they could, and I know they won't, but there's so much money in college basketball now. If they said, look, if you want to come out, come on out as as a high school kid into the NBA. But if you choose UT or you choose North Carolina or Duke or whatever it is, you got to go there for three years.
2: But you're going to make good money there. And uh, No, I would be interested in that. And some people are already talking about the, I know we're talking about college basketball, but I'm curious about this as an experiment. I've seen multiple articles that are like Texas should take all of their NIL money and make sure Bijan Robinson stays another year. And that's a fascinating aspect okay. to it. But that is one thing I would be 100% fine with going the baseball draft kind of route. Although I know you have to be
0: 21 or three years of college.
2: My concern is the NBA already opened up the Pandora's box by saying, or you can go straight into the G League. Right. And so that's my concern. But if they switched it and said, you can come to the NBA draft straight out of high school, or you stay for three years. I think that would be tremendous.
0: I do wish college basketball played a bigger part in my watching of sports because it used to, and it's totally like, died Monday off. Monday night for me. was
2: Big East night, and you just knew it's like, oh, yeah. you're gonna have this Big East game, and like you're gonna have to watch, and that. I mean, it as, doesn't feel the same as
0: right now. College football is ending. You would then look forward to the Saturday basketball games that were going to happen, and now you don't get to do that. Now, the next thing about Mike Likes, it is I'm really excited about going to New York. It just so happens that the Mavericks are playing Saturday at 1230 in New York, 1130 here when you're going to watch it. And I want to go to that game, but I don't want to buy tickets until I know that Luke is actually going to play yeah. in that game. So my wife is like, well, you got tickets for, they're going to go see Almost Famous, the Broadway show, oh, yeah. which is exciting. I love Broadway shows, but my boys, I don't think would. I would love to go to that, but they don't want to. And I said, well, let. how about girls, you go to that while we go to the Mavs game. But... My god are tickets expensive Go- going to a New York Knicks basketball game is like going to a Mavs conference finals playoff game Really It's to sit in the upper deck is 150 bucks Wow at, at Madison Square Garden So I'm trying to work on seeing if I have any connections that can get me tickets to that game And that being said I do want to wait because they play Thursday in Detroit and then it's a day game Hell, I don't know what the way the NBA runs. I don't want to pay $600 for three tickets and then yeah. Luka sit out the game. I honestly don't care if Christian Wood sits out or whoever. Wow. I just need Luka to play in the game because if I'm going to pay $600 to go to a Mavericks game with my two boys at Madison Square Garden, I need Luka to be in the game. And that could be really fun because I'll tell my boys, hey, we're standing up. I know everybody will be, but when Jalen Brunson gets announced... As the starting point guard for the Knicks, we're standing up and cheering. He did a lot for this Dallas Mavericks organization. I wish he was still here. He's not, but that will be fun. Luka versus Jalen's first matchup. And the Mavericks play horrible against the Knicks. Ever since they got Porzingis, that is like playing the 93 Chicago Bulls somehow to the (laughs) Dallas Mavericks. I mean, you get hammered every time you play the Knicks. But I'll still want to go, but I just got to make sure that Luka's playing in that game.
3: Will you boo Larry Dolan?
0: Yeah, I will. Does he have a brother? Because I know. I said Larry multiple times. It's James. <laughs> but if Larry Dolan's there, no. And I have gone I have gone to Madison Square Garden. I think I've told this story before when I was on the Knicks for like winter caravan thing. And I was there for a week and they gave us tickets on the floor. I was about eight seats away from uh, Spike Lee on the floor. But it was when Dan Dickow was the best player for the (laughs) Atlanta Hawks. Mm. And I can't even tell you who was on that New York Knicks Knicks team. It was that bad of a team. So I have sat on the court for Madison Square Garden, New York Knicks basketball. It was just when the Knicks were really bad and the Atlanta Hawks were even worse.
2: Okay. I hope you get that opportunity. And it is great. I believe. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here. Oh, my gosh. I believe I'm going to get tickets to that game.
3: I believe we can win. It's coming
2: up next. Oh, my gosh. It's the block. And the C-block C starring Corey Majors. Lots,
3: <laughs> lots of stuff to get to. I believe we could win.
1: Okay. Next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?